Hey everyone, you are listening to Kesara Sara with me, Sarah M. Lalonde. I am a brand new teacher sharing my journey into education with the world, all while promoting risk-taking in the classroom and in your professional life. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode 55, Why Schools Should Be More Like Summer Camp with Melissa Dodd. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 55 of Kesara Sara. Today it is a bright and beautiful Monday afternoon and I'm sitting outside on my back deck. So pardon any nature sounds, the breeze coming through that you may hear, but it was just too gorgeous to stay closed up inside. So as you all have seen in the title of this episode, I'm joined by Melissa Dodd, who is like my teacher's college best friend, aka the most organized and determined person I know, and just all around amazing human being, I would say. Um, She's always willing to take a jump, take a risk and try out something new. And I think that's why we click and work together so well. Um, And as a matter of fact, Mel and I, we just spent the last four weeks working very closely together uh, with a range of like 20 to sometimes 35 in total, like four and five-year-olds. We were working at a French summer camp in Ottawa. And uh, last Friday was our last day. So I thought that her and I, we could get together and kind of chat about it and uh, just consolidate things that we learned and our experience and maybe talk about why school should be more like summer camp. So, hey, Mel, how are you feeling on this Monday afternoon? Hey, I am great. I'm enjoying my time off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We were just talking before I press record about how we weren't sure how to spend our time (laughs) off or like really what to do with ourselves. Yeah, it's quite, quite, uh, quite the dilemma. (laughs) I know. So obviously, it's our first Monday off and we've decided to talk about work uh (laughs) if that's not passion and you know like dedication (laughs) I I don't know what is so how have you been spending your weekend and your Monday so far like have you been able to decompress and relax or like what's going on in your mind definitely relax like I tried to not do too much this weekend and I'm catching up on cleaning and chores so that always feels good Mm -hmm. my goal this weekend was to not do anything like work as in like prepping for September related so I I did like just some shopping well I guess I kind of shop for school but that's more fun than work (laughs) so that doesn't count but I watched like the Blue Jays game and I went to it's rib fest in Cornwall so I went to rib fest with my grandparents we had like a corn roast last night like things are just yeah taking it easy I know (laughs) it's it's the time of the summer where um there's like this special corn called Candyman corn it comes out and my dad is really obsessed with it and well so am I I had like three years of corn last night and I could just like (laughs) we're having corn again tonight just because it's in season and you can never have like too much candy corn so here we are (laughs) that's cool I've never had that or or maybe I have and just never realized like you would know you would know okay you'll have to come down we'll we'll have a corn roast for sure (laughs) So I think I want to start off by just like, I don't know, chatting about how we think the camp went. Um, Like I 
said before, we were working with the four and five-year-olds, which I guess considering that we were, you know, getting qualified for junior intermediate, this was like way out of our comfort zone. Like you and I both, before we started, were kind of like, holy moly, like what do we do with these little guys what do they know how will they act like you know what is it going to be like so what do you think or what was your feel about like the um like the age group that we worked with I was so nervous before we started I was like what am I getting myself into but I think it went really well I think we were maybe overplanned just a little bit at first Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the first week there were so many things that we didn't get through um that's right yeah yeah like there was tons and I was like okay we've got to step back a little bit maybe not plan as much but other than that I think it went really well I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would um Mm -hmm. for that age group yeah and what I found like So before we started, my expectations versus reality. So what I expected them to be, I I expected them to be less like independent than they were. Yeah, for sure. Um, Once we, you know, got into the routine and they knew where the things were, like even by the second day, like they had everything down pat. Like they knew where the scissors and the markers were. Like they knew everything. And it was really cool to just like see them take that routine on. Yeah, they were really good. They really were. Yeah. And even like the other thing too, expectations versus reality was the um, like abilities in French. I was really scared that we would be, you know, teaching French to – students who knew like nothing or you know weren't even able to communicate but even if we had some really like we'll call them like fresh students just coming into the language I saw so much progress like with some of my students by even Friday like if they only were with us for one week the amount of progress and just like days of the week or numbers or colors, the simple things like was there, and I know in your group, so we can just let the listeners know in your group, you had students who for the most part stayed for four weeks. Yes. Um, I think all of them. Yeah. They were there almost three, two, three or four weeks. I think I only had one kid there for two weeks and everyone else was three or four weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have like one student or a couple students that you seen like showed tremendous progress like throughout the, the month? I have one in particular that just made me so proud by the end. And it wasn't even as much French wise or like work wise. Um, for this little kid, I think it was more just the growth that he had in a four-week period. Um, Mm -hmm. He was a little boy the first week that would show up to camp crying every single morning because he wanted mom or wanted to go home. But you got him busy, you got him doing things, and he was good. And by the last week, there were zero tears. And it made me so happy because it really showed – you know, how much he actually enjoyed being there and how much he now wanted to be there as opposed to at home with mom. And I think that was mm-hmm. that was the one that just brought me so much joy. I was like, you've grown up so much in four weeks. 
Um, so for me, I think that would be like the standout. Yeah. And I yeah. know totally who you're talking yeah. about. And I just have these like, huge, I have a huge Aww. smile on my face. Don't you find that it's so easy to get connected to these like little rascals? Oh, oh my goodness. You know, it's too <sighs> easy. Like the last day I was like, you know, as much as I'm happy to be done summer camp, like they're just so darn adorable. And the last day as kids were finishing lunch, um, I had the mats in my class, right, for nap time. And the kids were like, oh, can we, like, sit on the mats? I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Go for it. And they all started doing yoga together. Oh. Like, not following oh. a video, not following me. Like, I was still <laughs> eating my lunch. And they were doing yoga together. And I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to miss this. They're just so they're so random like they're they're random and they're happy and they're like I feel like doing this let's go and then they all just followed it was really really sweet um yeah I remember walking by your class and seeing that I'm like oh that's so awesome but I didn't know that it was spontaneous like it it wasn't planned I did not say anything like no there was no video playing like I was sitting eating lunch and then they just started doing yoga moves it was hilarious that's so awesome so For people that don't know, we had played like some video, yeah. uh, some like monkey, I think it was called like Peda Yoga and there was a monkey yeah. and our, our kids like we did um, like five minutes of calm before lunch and after we came back from playing outside and they really loved it and the students who were extra awesome we said could stand on the mat for for some time of the yoga period so it's awesome that they kind of transferred that and brought it into your classroom and, oh, they loved and followed it. along with that and it was yeah. I remember the principal she walked by and she was just like in her she mouthed the words like this is so cute you know like this is so awesome to see them you know standing yeah. there and doing like warrior one and tree pose yeah. <laughs> and they are they were just so cute like it was hard even when they wouldn't listen as well it was very difficult to be mad at them (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know I know um what else what was I going to say oh yes um one of my favorite moments that I wanted to share was um in my class I had I would almost say like an even division of students who came from a French background so like went to French Mm -hmm. school and then the other half of my students who were um, not first language French or weren't learning French as quickly. And one of my favorite things like throughout camp and throughout the different weeks was seeing those students who had more knowledge of the language really become leaders in the classroom. So whether this was during calendar or whether this was, um, you know, when I asked an open question or when they were working together doing a, a different type of craft, like, and I would say something in French and for our friends who didn't understand, I would see my other friends who did go and explain, you know, what I had said in English and kind of like explain it to my other friends. So seeing um, those little ones kind of become leaders and taking on that role of, okay, well, you know, she said that we have to color color the sun jaune, so yellow, and they would like grab the yellow marker and hand it to someone. Like that was so, so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I had, mine was much more evenly spread. <laughs> I mm. didn't have uh, 
any full French school. So mine was a lot different, but yeah, to see them take on, they're so little and they're like mini leaders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And just allowing them to, and I didn't even, this wasn't purposely, like they just took it upon themselves, right. Mm-hmm. To be like, you know, they would see that their friend sitting beside them, like didn't understand or would, would grab like a blue marker instead of a, a yellow one. And they would like explain to them, but I don't know. Little things that just like made me smile throughout the day. Did you have any like favorite moments? Hmm. Favorite moments. Um, I think with like, I don't know. It was just such a fun summer camp. Um, I really did just like getting to know all of them. Um, because they're all, they're all so different, right? They all come from such different backgrounds. I had two kids that lived in the United States, which at first when they said that, I thought they were joking. <laughs> yeah, um, we never know. We never know if they're joking uh, or not. That's the thing, right? Like, And everyone, all the other kids were like, no, you don't. And I was like, mm, do they? I don't know. But just getting to know them. Um, and I think one standout, like one of my favorite moments from the summer um, would have been when like the teachers and the counselors actually went in the splash pad with the kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I was soaked. Um, I enjoyed it. I had fun, but it was really nice. Not only having our little kids join in who we were with all day, but also having the older kids being like, I'm going to go get that teacher wet now. I don't know her, mm-hmm. but like, I'll do it anyways. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and probably one of my standout, Yeah, I think that any time we as like teachers and counselors could kind of let go of the, you know, like not I don't want to call it authority because we were never like authority, but just like the grown up role, like, you know, managing and all that stuff. And we could just like play with the kids, whether that be like at the splash pad or even when we were playing tag or playing soccer with the parachute and we could just be fun and silly and you know just enjoy ourselves with the kids and laughing and smiling those are also like standout moments for me you know because they didn't happen all the time every day but when we could do that it was just like so so awesome you know between potty breaks and (laughs) band-aids and all those others (laughs) no I agree and that was actually something that um I had thought about during summer camp, I've done summer camp a few times now. And like at summer camp, you're, you play with the kids, you're, you know, you're, you're you're everything. Yeah. Like you're happy to play with them. You're having fun. You're enjoying it. Um, even though you're like that, um, authoritative figure, you're still, you know, you can have fun with them and whatever. And personally for me, like I know teaching, um, for me, in a school, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, it's a little harder for me to go and participate with the kids just because of the different dynamic in a classroom. So I think that's mm. that's something that, you know, we should bring into class more. And then I try to make a conscious effort to do. But Yeah, yeah. and I think that's why, um, like, camp counselors, kind of what like what we were doing, makes mm-hmm. such good teachers because we're not scared to, like – let down our garden, look silly yeah. and have fun, you know, that I think that should be in a teacher's DNA because sure. especially in elementary school, I don't know how well it would translate in a high school. Like I'm not exactly sure about that context because I've never really done yeah. summer camp with older kids, but 
you know, integrating yourself and just being almost like one of them and being silly with them, they, they connect to you a lot more and you're less distant from them, right? Like they don't feel as though you're so like above them. And then you can connect with them on a lot deeper levels, right? Because that just helps like build the foundation of the relationships. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like they, they maybe trust you a little bit more because they're like, oh, well, you know, she could do this too, or she's being goofy. It's okay if I do something wrong kind of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helps. Like in the whole equation of building, let's say like if we translate it back to the classroom, like building that classroom community and your mm-hmm. classroom management, like knowing when to play like Madame Sadar, Madame Elisa has like a fun side too but we know like when to bring it back like when to calm down kind of thing yeah for sure which I think is also something that our little kids uh learned quite a bit this summer um I know for in what me, sense well just knowing okay now is playtime, and then realizing oh, right. okay they're done playing now like now it's time to to listen mm-hmm. and concentrate which for me was um I saw, I don't know about you, but I think I saw maybe a little more of that because I had quite a few kids that had never gone to school before. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them, they were learning the, oh, okay, it's not time for that anymore, which is right. Really cool. Yeah. Well, it's all that like structured and unstructured too. And yeah. I think we're already kind of transitioning into like, how school should be more like summer camp and different ideas (laughs) that we're proposing. So um, I like the fact that there is time for structure. So for us, it was every morning we were doing a lot of structured games in French where we were really focusing on vocabulary and um, fine motor skills for, you know, like some of our little friends didn't know how to cut yet, right? Like use scissors and even just writing their name and the the letters of the alphabet in French. Like, oh, Mel, remember when we just spontaneously started reciting the alphabet in French outside during one of our didn't even ask them do you know your alphabet and then they all just started singing that was amazing that was a beautiful moment I laughed so hard I was like what is happening (laughs) we just looked at each other and it was like wow it was great this is beautiful yeah I wish yeah I wish I could have captured that moment on video yeah (laughs) where was I getting to no yes um structured and unstructured times and I think that in summer camp what I saw even with um I can speak for the older kids so the six to nine age group as well it was a really nice mix of structured like time where we're gonna you know have fun in French and and learn in French but also have downtime and unstructured play where students got to choose what they wanted to do. And I know that this is happening more and more in schools where students have more choice and have, you know, a certain period of time to, to go and, you know, use an iPad or go and play or go and build something. And that is starting to get um, kind of weaved into mm-hmm. schedules more into schools. But this is obviously happening in summer camp. And that's where we got to, for me at least, 
learn more about the students and go and sit with them and like, you know, just talk one on one because it wasn't as like, okay, we're doing this and then this and then this. We just had like a lot of a slot of time where it was like, okay, let's just hang out. And and every day was different. Right. That's what was really cool, too. Yeah, I agree. It was nice to see that my um, my one thing. So I'll go with your, uh, you know, what about summer camp should not be in schools. Ooh, okay. Uh, for me, so it, and it's nothing big, and it may just, you know, be me, but I found because every day, um, like our schedule was the exact same every day, you know, get in, right. do the French work, go to the garden, go play, lunch, this, but, like it would have been fun some days to, you know, like, okay, instead of doing the work in the morning, well, we'll do this in the morning and the work will come later kind of thing. Kind of diversify the days a little bit. Mm. Um, Because at school too, you know, one day you'll have gym, the other day you'll have arch, and then this day, oh, you know, you're doing this. And I think um, for me anyways, that's a little more, um, obviously structure is good. Like you want to have a routine. Um, but to have the exact same thing every day, I find sometimes can maybe get long. That was my one. I totally agree. And yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way before, like, actually, but it's like such a good idea. And I remember, like, even as a student, you know, um, I had like my favorite days, like jour quatre when we started with this. And then math wasn't until like the end of the day because I hated math. So I was like, oh, I could have you fun look- all day and then worry about math only at the yeah. end. You look forward to it. And like, you know, when you're in 12th grade and you're like, yeah, I have spare last period. That's my favorite right? day. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's really interesting. And I think, well... See, for me, it was hard because I wasn't with you guys in the afternoon. Like, I was just kind of going from class to class. But I could see how that could get kind of like, I don't know if monotonous is the right word to use. No, yeah, I think that was the right word. Because even me, like, as a teacher some days, I was like, okay, (laughs) we're here again. Like, here it is, swimsuit time. Dear goodness. Where's our time machine to fast? Oh, man. I got lucky. You know what? The girls were pretty quick. The girls were pretty quick. To get they it were awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of going into. Sorry, I'm gonna segue back into something when I was okay. when I was talking about the unstructured um, time. Mm-hmm. Learning through play was really cool. And when I took time to go into the classroom when students were doing centers mm-hmm. and asking students or no okay no I I wouldn't ask students kind of like outright but I would just kind of integrate myself and start playing with them and in French right so I would always speak to them in French and they would start speaking to me back Um, and so we were learning some of these words and for them this was like a whole different vocabulary right because we weren't doing um, like the seasons anymore the or the colors we were like learning words let's say with cars or superheroes or words that they would actually use during play Mm -hmm. that you know wouldn't necessarily come in one of our lessons in the morning and that was a really cool time for me to also kind of indirectly teach them while they were playing and I would like say you know I forget what context we were in but 
then the next day I'd go back and I'd see them playing kind of with the same types of toys or the same games and seeing them integrate those words that we had been using. That was also really cool. And I I don't know if it just like sticks more when they learn through play. I know that you and I were not uh, like early childhood educators, so we don't have any of the the theories to back up our, (laughs) you know, our practice right now. And we were just kind of learning in summer camp through play and as we went as well. So (laughs) I I would totally say that for me, like summer camp was like play to me and I learned so, so much. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. you weren't, I think because of the nature of summer camp, you're just like, you know what? We'll try it. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. Which is something that I think. Yeah. Which is something that, you know, we really have to bring with us into the classroom because realistically there's not really any difference you may be in a different building uh Mm -hmm. you may have more or less kids but realistically it comes down to the same thing yeah like we think in summer camp that the stakes are you know they're less higher right because there's no there's no like curriculum there's no report card there's no iep we're just trying it we're just you know we're gonna we're gonna go with it mel if we want to build those rafts yeah if we're gonna build those rafts we don't we don't have a plan we're just gonna do it we're gonna see how it goes and the kids freaking loved it like they didn't stop talking it was was seven popsicle sticks taped together and they were like oh my god look at my raft the amount of parents that showed up and they were like look at the raft i built it was like this (laughs) this is amazing and other things that it took us so much time to plan, you know, like the the grass or something. And we got all the stuff prepped and ready to go. Yeah. We watered them every single day. It was like, okay, cool. But the raft. But man. we forgot the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that is learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In our equation of growing grass, we didn't, you know, consider all of the elements. No that pun was, intended. That was really, really funny. But now we learn, right? Like next time if we want to grow grass in our in our cup, we'll know what to do. I mean, to be fair, we knew. We just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> we were just like, oh, why are they not growing very quickly? You dropped like, the ball. <laughs> it would help maybe if they were by a window. Yeah, that is oh, so man. true. <laughs> um, the other thing, I'm just like looking through my notes here when I brainstormed yeah. um, how school should be more like summer camp is the idea of themes. Oh I God, just I love themes. Oh, I know. Themes I loved our themes. Nice. So this yeah. year our themes our first week was Olympics, very cool. Second week we did um science. Oh, oh science, yes. Um <laughs> crazy science. Then we did all of the different anniversary uh oh, anniversaries. Holidays. Holidays, yeah, crazy holidays. So we celebrated like Christmas in July and Halloween and, you know, Valentine's Day. And then we ended off with At the Beach. And I wasn't sure about the last theme, but it almost was, I think that was like my second favorite week. What about you? Yeah, you know what? It actually went really well. I think because we had so many options, like we didn't, not that we didn't take it super seriously, like we still followed the theme, but. We were just like, you know, this is something you could do at the beach. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. Uh, holidays right. was my fa- – I'd probably do holidays at the beach, um, Olympics, and then science. Science was cool. Actually, no, science could go third. I We did some cool experiments. Yeah, it's hard to rate them. I, I don't really have a 
That's okay. You don't have to. I, I, feel like, right I, feel like <laughs> I feel like at the time I was like, oh yeah, this week was so much better than the other one. But now it's like done and I'm, they were all there. They were all good. That's all that matters. <laughs> I, I can't say we had a bad week. That's for sure. No, like, that's the thing. They, like none of them were like, oh, okay. Is this week over yet? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I love how much the kids got invested in the, in the theme. Like oh one my of God. my... Yeah little friends like he was with me for three weeks and on the first week he had wore a mickey mouse saint patrick's shirt and i was like oh my gosh buddy next wednesday we are celebrating saint patrick's day can you please you know like this is the perfect shirt you totally have to wear it so i told dad and then the the next wednesday he had shown up wearing it and it was just really awesome great even the one of the um the janitor that was working at the school he was like um you know, Sarah, why do you have a Christmas log going with Christmas music in your room? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. Christmas people would walk into my classroom and they're like, why is there Christmas music playing? And they were like, oh, it's Christmas. I'm like, hey, yeah, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. We got invested and the kids got invested. And I think just having that theme made it a lot more fun. And it helped, especially for us, like with our planning, right? We mm-hmm. had that, um, I'll say the like a word in French, like le fil conducteur that kind of led us through. It was so much easier planning once with that theme. And I think in our different units and different lessons in school to, to pick a theme for them, that's awesome. And even have students help us pick the theme and, and knowing like what they're interested in. And like, I think that that could go such a long ways, like in a classroom. I think, I think themes are great just because it opens up like so many possibilities. Like, you know, you could be doing your math, your French, whatever, all week in a school, and then you add a theme to it. And all of a sudden, these activities that you would have done without a theme, well, you know, now they're, I don't know, say it's holiday week. Okay, you're doing math with like Christmas stuff. All of a sudden, it's more fun. And it's almost more like meaningful, right? Because you could do a whole bunch of random things that have nothing to do with each other. But if this week, you know, we're doing Christmas or Halloween because it's all around Halloween, then Mm -hmm. I feel like kids get more invested in it, especially if there's something special at the end of the week or if you kind of gamify it with different like challenges, all like Mm -hmm. under a certain theme. You could do a theme for a whole month, right? And that could be be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Well, I know that there's teachers who like, theme their classroom oh my god yes I've obviously seen that. we're all through instagram you and i but teachers I, who like I've, go I've ahead some, sorry i've seen some who like change their theme depending on what they're doing that week and like will change the decor in their class and I'm like that is dedication right there like that takes a lot of time oh yeah my. But um, it's one of a, a cool theme and i think if i was in an elementary classroom goodness gracious mel God help us if that ever happens because there goes all of my money. Um, nonetheless. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. My money is already disappearing and I don't even have a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is that, like, I love the theme of traveling. Like, you could have your whole year around, like, just Different traveling the world. And I'll be teaching like a, ge- a geography class second semester. And if I get my own classroom, mm, let me tell you. We're going to travel the world. That would be really, really cool. I've seen like for not that they're generic themes, but um, I don't know why I was going to say generic. 
I've seen like um, teachers doing like a superhero theme and like, yeah. and I think those are really cool because um, along with themes, you can kind of teach, you know, values that go with that, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is something that we also um, do maybe a little more often in summer camp than we do in school is touching on the values, but like, you know, summer camp, okay, we're uh, not summer camp, superheroes, sorry. We're talking about helping others and being kind and yeah, I'm great stuff like that. Thing. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's really neat. Um, what, what was I going to segue into? Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> there's so oh, many things like going around in my head right now. I'm like, yes, superheroes, themes, this, this, this. <laughs> what, another thing that I liked going into summer camp, starting a new week, I only had the names of my students on a paper, right? Mm -hmm. I was seeing these kids for the first time. I knew their name. That's about it, right? I knew their age as well. And all of the kids started with like a blank canvas, right? I had no no judgment on them. Nobody had told me, you know, other like in school, other teacher would say, oh, you know, I've had this student X, Y, and Z. And they're like, they're like this, right? So, and I had no, no documents on them, documentations. I had no like really perceptions or like even just expectations on these students. And I loved just seeing them kind of like I said like as a blank canvas and having them kind of teach me like who they were Mm -hmm, and even on day one they were not who I thought they were by you know day five like by Friday oh man if I had seen them for two weeks or three weeks and like even getting to know students that weren't in my classroom um and just learning especially in the our after four program like in the aftercare I had a lot more downtime to just like get to know these students and get to know what they were passionate about and what grade they're going into and you know like asking them what do you think about French and like why are you learning French or why don't you want to speak French and having those conversations and just like I guess trying to get back to my main point was having a blank canvas for the kids where we weren't expecting them to be a certain way or whatever and just giving them the chance to be who they were that was like one of my main like things that I loved and I look forward you know to starting off September like that as well and not thinking like oh Billy Joe over here is supposed to be my toughest kid and already like starting on him like you know not giving him a chance to maybe trying it like being better this year whatever you know what I'm trying to say like yeah I for sure agree and I think what happens like as you're in the same school for a long period of time and like just the school system in general is that not only do you hear these things from other teachers, but you also see it, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you're in say third grade and you know, you see the little students that are in second grade and you're like, Oh, I hope I don't have that kid. Like you already know. So, and I'm completely for having a blank canvas. And I think it's a great idea because then you get to make up your own judgments about, um, the kids and stuff like that. But I think in mm-hmm. schools, it's really, really difficult between seeing the students, hearing stories from other teachers, um, yeah. but then even, even IEPs, mm-hmm. right? Like if you have a student coming in with an IEP, well, you're automatically not going to have a blank canvas on that student because 
now you know all the things he has difficulties with, what you need to do, you know, to adapt for them. And it's still things that you have to prepare for before, I mean, you meet the student. So I I wish that you could go in every year having a blank canvas, but I know it's that. It's kind of like a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. Like, I've it's heard. knowing them, but yeah. I've heard like there are some some teachers and I was listening to a podcast on this like some teachers or sorry this one teacher who I was listening to he does not (laughs) look at IEPs before you know or until like the second week of school right and his first day of school kind of message to the kid is that they all start with like this blank canvas and yeah that he gives them the chance to you know build that relationship with him and show him like who they really are for his own eyes so I I think yeah me too and I think that like just giving them the chance because that one student like you were saying that you you just saw in grade two right if you're the grade three teacher and you're hoping like oh goodness I hope I don't have that student well he might not be like that with you you might have an awesome connection with him he you and him might just click and that might be like the best like teacher kid or student friendship you might ever have like and we don't know that until we give them the chance for sure and kids grow a lot throughout the summer too like I've seen so many kids who will leave somewhere in June or even just summer camp like before this year I did nine week summer camps and just from week one to week nine the difference in some of these kids was huge right like they can change a lot throughout a summer so they could be one way in second grade and then they show up in third grade and you're like, who are you and what mm-hmm. has happened? Yeah. Um, but actually to go back to the IEP, I really like that. And his idea of not looking at it um, for the first few weeks, because I think too, like now that, you know, you said that, mm-hmm. um, different teachers will all ha- also have a different perspective on how to help certain okay. difficulties and like where the difficulties may be right if one teacher's like oh he has difficulties in this 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 and then you see him and you're like well you know I think this and this is the main should be the main focus kind of thing right and they'll have different right. ways of handling it so I think um yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't know where I was going but I think it's a good idea <laughs> love it um another thing that I was just looking at your notes that you put that I wanted to touch on was the hello, good morning kind of um, feel. Because that was my favorite part of the day was the morning. I loved it. You were just like, okay, tout le monde c'est bonjour. And you were like saying hi to all of them. And I think it may be – I don't even know what like the main difference between school and summer camp would be or like where this difference comes from because I have – you know, seen a lot of teachers that every morning say hello, like as they're taking attendance, they make sure to say hi to every kid. Um, I don't know if it's maybe the way kids come into the school in the morning versus summer camp or Mm. or what it is, but there definitely is somewhat of a difference. Like even saying hello to kids that are not in your class in summer camp was super easy. They showed up, you're like, oh, good morning. Like, how's it going? But in schools, you don't see that as often. And like thinking of it now, I don't really know where exactly that difference would come from. Um, it like what difference? Yeah. Well, like why we do it more often at summer oh. camp and less in schools, kind of thing. Hmm. 
I don't know. I feel like I try to say hi to everyone. Oh, for sure. School, like in school, even especially when I'm thinking like about. uh, I was just a tutor in the classroom in grade three and grade six. I wasn't even like you know, a a real teacher. I didn't have like my own classroom. I was just like kind of a support staff and Mm -hmm. I would just say hi to everybody because I wanted them to, you know, recognize me as I walked through the halls and I, you know, was outside for recess. So I just kind of like spoke with everybody and that was, I don't know. I think, (sighs) yeah, here I am also at a loss for words about why it's important or like why we do it I just it's just like kindness like why why not do it you know even if it's the worst kid in the school like I would be so happy to just say like hey buddy like how's it going this morning like you don't know what kind of morning they had and this might be the first time the first you know like you're the, you could be the first person to like, you know, wish them a good day or just like give them a smile or a little high five when you're walking by. Like, I think it just falls down to like being kind. Yeah, for sure. I know like in May, June, when I was in my long-term placement, like I didn't have an easy class mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did have a rough time with it. And in the morning, you know, you would go down um, and get them, you know, they were all lined up and my class and lines oh my god so my first thing in the morning was getting outside and trying to get them in this line you know quiet so that we could get inside so the first thing that I would say to them wasn't hello um Mm. and some mornings I would you know consciously think of that and try to say hello but to be outside with you know 18 kids not in line yapping away, not listening, saying hi to every single one of them was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would make a point of like standing at the door as like they each individually walked in and said hello. But I think it is important for almost the first thing you say is good morning. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Um, and it shows so that you I care, that, right? Yeah. And like, I did feel that you know, I'm going outside and I'm already pretty much yelling at them to smarten up and get in line. (laughs) And then I feel bad because like, I haven't even said hello yet. (laughs) Okay. I have like a question that has actually been laying on my conscience for the past couple weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here, here it is. So I, I've been wondering why it has been like so gosh darn important that we get kids in a straight line. We that spend great question. so much time out. And like I just heard you talking about how most every morning, right? You're starting your yeah. morning off getting all worked up because they're not in a straight line. And I've done lots of recesses where, you know, kids have to be in line and I've seen teachers, you know, go totally ballistic. And I yeah. have I have totally done that as well. And we've done it at summer camp and especially with four and five year olds walking to the splash yeah. pad, just oh holding the, the rope and getting Please in line. line and Don't walk in a cluster. Walking, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, we're not in, and this is, I'm, I'm going to bring this way too far, but like, we're not in prison. We don't need to march in a line. It's not the army. And uh, sometimes I'm just like, why do they just need to walk in this Silly line all the time. Great question. I get it. I get it for order and safety. I'm not. I'm not. You know, ignoring that. But 
at a certain point, okay, so here's my take on this. Please, um, <laughs> enlighten so me. I, I have been in schools where in the morning, they don't line up, all the kids just come into school. They come into yeah. school, they go to their class, they get undressed. And I find um, that it's so much better. Like, it's not chaotic. The kids, most of the time, are not running in the hallways. Like, they get into class, and you have people, you know, roaming the halls watching so that, you know, no one's running each other over or what it may be. Um, the particular school that I was at was not like that. And I think, personally, for me, why I would not just let my kids, you know, walk in a, walk in in a free for all mm-hmm. was because all the other teachers had their kids lined up, and I was afraid to be judged if I didn't. That's fair. you know do the same thing. Um, I don't know if it's because it was a school I was at. I don't know if I'll ever you know feel comfortable just letting my kids walk in. But I do agree. Like as long as the kids, you know, can respective respect. Respectfully. Respectfully. I was going to say respectedly. I was like, that's not a word. Respectfully walk in, you know, not be too loud, not be pushing each other. Then I don't feel they need to be in line. Like I've done many summer camps. You're just like, hey guys, come on. And they all Mm -hmm. follow. Right? So no, I completely understand your question. And I know where you're coming from. I think for me, it was more of like, and I saw some teachers like. You are not perfectly in line go stand on the wall and I'm like it's not we're not drill sergeants well and that's what I'm like I feel like that's a little much but then I felt like bad walking into school and some of my kids were like out of line right so I don't know there has to be better ways and I don't have them in my head right now I would you know we'll we'll open that question up to the world like yeah. Why do we get in line? What are better alternatives than like c- people or having our students like walk in and marching into? Uh, yeah. Into Honestly, I'd be good with but... just you know what, walk into school, get to your classroom. Yeah, and I've you know, seen it and it works fine. Hmm. What do Maybe you learn from like being in a line? Five, but well, that's the thing. Like, what do you learn? Discipline? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Again, for and, us, and when, it was like safety and easy for us to count and make sure yeah. all our little ones were, you know, yeah. coming but like, in. If they're, if they're old enough, right? If you have taught them discipline, then they should know better than. And it's not even discipline; it's just like respect, home. right? Like, well, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that had been just because I know how much <laughs> effort and energy that we had put into like making oh. sure our friends were in line and all that yeah. stuff, but. Anyways, um, what is one last idea that you would like to propose on how school should be more like summer camp? Kind of like a send-off. That's a great question. Okay, so this is something that I actually read. And I think it's a really really fair point is summer camp – you you make the kids feel like they're part of something big. Like, everything you do is dramatic. Like, we'd mm. introduce things and, like, you know, today is Christmas and you'd have the music and you'd have this. And it was almost not a production, but, like, 
you made a big deal about it. And kids enjoyed that. Oh, you know, okay, we're going to get invested in this too. And I think that's something that we don't do very often in schools, right? You're here at school. But if you're a teacher that, you know, okay, um, I'll take a, I'll take an example from uh, my practicum, my last practicum, we were giving the students a project to do and they, um, they had to pick an organ of the human body and they had to interview as that organ. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So to present this, me and the teacher whose class <laughs> I was in literally did an interview. I pretended to be, I don't remember what I pretended to be. I think like a red blood cell. And like we acted out this like dramatic interview scenario to like show them what we wanted right so they right from the start the kids were like oh my god this is really cool like I am excited to do this uh so I think that's something that and it's not something that I had thought about off the top of my head either it's something that I read and really agreed with but I think it's yeah you know letting them be creative be dramatic and like and you know what? In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> what really helped too is that every other class was doing some or more or less the same thing, right? So it was yeah. a lot greater than just your 11 students in your classroom. For you know, sure. we also had every- my group and every, yeah, yeah. exactly. I think so, they love that. And like, oh, we're going to go into this class and, you know, join them for the science experiment. Like, that was really fun. And I think they, it's something the kids enjoy. Mm-hmm. And some things that I did, and I did this only in the first couple weeks, and I don't know why. Um, I think I just forgot to, to do it afterwards. But <laughs> once, say we were doing, um, uh, what were we doing? Oh, it was in our Olympic week, in the first week, when my little friends would be doing um, like a bricolage, they'd be doing a an arts and craft project. And I was like really proud. And I know that, you know, the older group, the six to nine group beside me was also doing the same. I said that we would go and, you know, show the older kids and that just totally like their eyes just lit up. And so at first I would go in and tell the blue group, I said, okay, so all my little friends were going to come in and they're going to kind of do like a parade with their, their torch that they made. And I want all of you guys to give them high fives. Right. So then I go back in my little class and I say, okay, so they're ready. Let's, you know, follow me. We're going to stand in a line. We're going to do a parade (laughs) all around. I actually didn't do that, but I did have some of the older kids come in and show me or show the younger kids what they had done and the kids really enjoyed it. Like they thought it was really cool. Yeah. It was just like a win win for both. Right. Whether it was the older kids like coming in and being leaders and showing the little ones and, and little ones going in and kind of like showcasing their art. And I know that happens like in elementary schools already. And I just, I think that we should continue doing that because it shows like it allows our students to be prideful of what they're yeah. be prideful and just like proud of what they've done. Right. And I don't think it has to be planned either. Like, just be spontaneous and be like, you know what? My kids are doing this. Can we come show? Like, Totally. Oh, it doesn't have to be, like, extravagant for sure. Yeah. So, overall, what we're just, like, one last, like, overall thought of summer camp. Are you happy it's over? Like, for me, 
I'll just like end with my, we'll call them like final remarks. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a blast. I really enjoyed summer camp. I can't say I'm happy it's done. Like I'm happy it's over because, you know, I get time to decompress and have a break. Um, but it's just such a great environment to be in that if it, you know, if it would have been like these three, four weeks longer, I would have been ready and I would have been happy to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that it was like a relaxed atmosphere. You didn't feel like, you know, you were being watched every second. Like you didn't feel like you were doing something wrong. And mm-hmm. we kind of had the freedom to, you know, go where we wanted. Um, like within like, the school? The thing- well, not location-wise, but, like, oh. you know, bring things, uh, do planning. things that we wanted. Yeah, do things that we wanted. We were able to be flexible with that and, you know, try new things. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so I really enjoyed summer camp. It was fun. Yeah, I think for me, one of my, like, in my final remarks, like, um, one of my favorite things was seeing that age group, like, almost, yes. like, testing it out for, you know – for four weeks like it was so short term um I could we could try all these really cool things we had our own you know like I had my own classroom we had our centers like already there and so like a huge thanks to the teachers who open up their classroom to the summer camp because like you know it was just amazing to be able to use the toys and the kitchen and the markers and the paint. And that was like, I'm just like so thankful for that. Um, and I found that the days like totally flew by, you know, it was so, it was relaxed, but like fast paced at the same time, you know, so fast. Oh my. I loved the like the excitement and the games just as much as I really like the downtime when we could just like hang out at the splash pad and like you know pass the ball around with you know a little one or just sit and hang out and drink some water with a kid right and how they always just like come and sit beside you and you might have not even like spoke with a student before but they would just start like chatting you up and it was just I think that those connections, like as much the connections for me with the students that were at camp, as much as the connections that I had with like the staff and getting to know like who they were, like who we got to work with and who the leaders of the other groups were, like that was really cool too. So I'm really happy that we had such a supportive staff and everybody was like always on the same page. Everyone was so open to like you know, trying something new or getting down and dirty or, you know, jumping in and playing with the kids. That was just like so much fun. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yes. So here we are. And now it is time to move on to like, I don't want to say bigger and better things because it's not bigger and better. Like summer camp is awesome and there is nothing better than summer camp. Like that's just who we are. I think we're so, we were just made for summer camp so I just want to thank you for spending like 55 minutes (laughs) already with us um this was such a good episode I think it just like shows kind of the raw like emotions and like actual feelings of what it's like being you know a a camp counselor and being with the kids (laughs) and like being with them even though it wasn't like an overnight camp it was just uh an eight to you know, 5.30 camp, I felt like I got to spend the entire, like, full four weeks with them. Oh, my God, yeah. Just lots of connections and lots of really good memories to continue the month of August with, so. 
Thank you so much. And if um, we should, we should maybe write a blog post about this, like a collaborative blog Ooh, post. Oh, that would be really cool. We I can, know. we can put this podcast into a blog and that way people can read it if they don't want to listen to it. And I want to say that this podcast kind of got inspired from a blog post. Um, I will put it in the show notes because you and I had talked about this when we went to Starbucks that one night. Um, yes. But yeah. yeah. Why school should that. be more I like summer that. camp blog post that was great mm-hmm. so we kind of took well the idea of that and just pushed it a little further and applied it to uh to our lives so thanks yeah. so much thanks for tuning in to another episode of Kesara Sara. i look forward to continuing to learn from one another so what did you think of this episode let me know by leaving me a comment in soundcloud or sending me a tweet to at sarah s-a-r-i-h Lalonde, L-A-L-O-N-D-E-E. And you can also subscribe to my podcast on iTunes under Kesarasara. And hey, did you know that Kesarasara is a proud member of the Voice Ed Radio Network? Check them out at voiceed.ca.